everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me your host Christina Eng. I am recording this as my calm and collected new self and that's because I'm done with finals and done with my first semester of junior year at Parsons. I can't even begin to describe how free I feel and I don't want to make it sound like school makes me miserable or that it's like a prison in any way but In a lot of ways, I do feel like I got held back a lot from what I really wanted to be doing in life. I don't want to talk about school too much, but yeah, I'm done for the semester and I'm going to be enjoying the holidays and of course my one month break that us college students have. If there's one thing I could tell all of you not in college to be excited for when going into college, it would definitely have to be the one month winter break that you're going to get. But that aside, I have a few updates and things to share with you all. The first thing I mentioned last episode was that I was thinking about starting a Facebook community group to, you know, have a place for all of us to interact and just connect with one another, and I ended up doing it. So now there is an official Facebook page for the Life of a Fashion Student podcast community. All of the information, including the link to join, will be in the show notes of the episode for easy access, so you guys don't have to go searching for it. But also, if you, you know, do want to search for it, um, you can just search Life of a Fashion Student on Facebook and you'll probably find the community page right away. I'm super excited to just start being really active on there and hopefully getting to have some genuine conversations with you all. It's been a while since I last touched Facebook, so I honestly feel so old trying to navigate through it and reteaching myself how to use it. Um, I'm probably not the only one who thinks that Facebook got a lot more complex for no reason, but... You know, I'm a quick learner, so I'll get through it and hopefully be an expert on it in no time. Another brief random update that I wanted to share with you all is that my twin sister is actually back home from college, so we've finally been reunited after I don't know how many months, to be honest. I don't know if anyone listening to this has a twin sister who can relate, but don't you just kind of feel like you're missing part of yourself when you're away from your twin? Like, I'm not even being dramatic when I say that, but I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, But the point is, I miss my sister a whole lot, and now that she's back, it's going to be a really fun time, and there's going to be a lot of content being made, and all of that good stuff. I don't know why, but for some reason, one of our favorite things to do together is to make content. And I think it has to do with the fact that we're both very creative people, and when we work together, we just, you know, kind of overflow with ideas um, of stuff we can do. So I will definitely be um, shooting some stuff with her, but also I want to get her on a podcast episode um, or two because you all seem to really like hearing her talk um, on as well. Anyway, that is all for the updates for now. Getting into the main premise for today's episode, which is side hustles. I've been really dying to make an episode of you know, all about side hustles because I live for them. And for some reason, I just never got around to doing it until now. I just always kept the idea on the back burner because every other day I would get new ideas that I would instantly get excited about, so I would do those first. But here we are actually going through with the episode, and if I would have known that y'all wanted to hear about this topic, I would have talked about it a lot sooner. So what are side hustles? I'm sure everyone listening right now is totally aware of what they are, but just in case you're completely lost, side hustles are basically gigs or jobs that you take on in addition to the main job that you're already doing. And as I was doing research, I came to find that there was a lot of ambiguity in terms of whether or not side hustles necessarily had to be side jobs that you do for income. 
But I think more people think of side hustles as just, you know, additional stuff that you do on top of your main job. So I'm going to be looking and talking about it as side gigs that are not necessarily done for income, but just as additional experience and opportunity. Because I think that you can have a lot of different side hustles going on in your life, but not all of them have to provide you with income, if you know what I mean. But again, that's a topic, you know, talking about multiple income streams is a topic that I want to get more in depth with, um, hopefully in an episode with my twin sister. So we can talk about that at a different time. But many of you, as I was posting on my Instagram that I'd be talking about this subject, were super curious as to what my side hustles were, which of course I'm going to be talking about and sharing with you guys. And just a quick little disclaimer before I get into things. I know that I'm not like an expert on side hustles, nor do I think I have that many to be at a place where I can preach about how successful I am at side hustling. However, I do take on a lot of things on the side and this episode is more to stand as an informative one on how to handle them and even how to get them if that's something you're interested in. But yeah, I did want to mention that because I'm always afraid sometimes, you know, someone's going to come at me and be like, you don't even have that many side hustles or you're not even, I don't even know. But anyway... Again, I don't think side hustling has anything to do with the amount of things you take on. I think it's more to do with how successfully you handle them and how you manage your time. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. Let's get into what some of my side hustles are. I'm a full-time undergraduate student at Parsons and I would consider that to be my main occupation. It's really my main gig and like my main job and like that's what's most important to me. So since school is my main thing, I would consider everything else that I do in addition to it to be my side hustles. One of the more obvious ones that you all know about, which is no surprise, is obviously my podcast. I would most definitely categorize my podcast under being a side hustle because let me tell you all, it is no easy feat. I think a lot of people have this misconception of podcasting to be relatively easy because they think, you know, you just sit down and talk to a mic about a certain topic, but there's so much more than that involved. You know, there's the content writing, the marketing, the editing, the social media, the partnerships, all of that jazz is involved in a podcast, especially if you're trying to really take it somewhere and grow your audience, which is obviously what I'm trying to do and what most people are trying to do. But just to give you a rundown on what goes on each week for my podcast, It basically starts with coming up with an idea. That's the most important part for me because if there's no idea, then there's basically no episode. Um, I get my podcast ideas from all kinds of people and places, to be honest. Sometimes Instagram, sometimes my twin sister, sometimes just, you know, my thoughts in the shower, you know, all of that good stuff. Um, Then after I come up with the idea, I start writing. And before you all gasp at me, Yes, my podcast episodes are scripted. All of the content and words are written by me, of course, but I do script them just because I think it allows for, you know, my speech to flow a lot better than just speaking directly to the mic with, like, no script whatsoever. Obviously, everyone does it their own way, but I just have, you know, found that scripting is the easiest thing for me. So after I finish writing my episodes, it usually takes me two to three days before I can start recording it because... I always get busy with other things, so there's just like a two to three day gap between when I actually write it and when I actually record it. But when I do sit down to record it, it'll take me about a half an hour to record and then half an hour to edit the clips and take out, you know, any weird sounds or swallows that you guys, that I don't put in. And I'm glad that I don't put in so you guys don't have to hear that. But that's what goes on when people say they're editing their podcasts. So if that already sounded like a lot, there's still more. I have to write my podcast description, upload the podcast, and then make the graphics to share the episode on my podcast Instagram. And then after that, 
I'm officially done. But again, guys, this is all for one episode. So just imagine that, doing all of that once a week. And that is why my podcast um, is a side hustle and why I consider it a side hustle. I've mentioned this before in past episodes, but specifically for podcasting, I do make some money off of it from ads and stuff like that. But having a source of income from my podcast was never really my intention from the beginning because I just wanted to do it for fun and to share my thoughts with all of you guys. Another side hustle that is also obvious to most of you who have been listening to my past podcast episodes is, you know, internships. You all know this, but I pretty much occupy myself with an internship every semester because I want to make sure I'm employed each semester and have a steady source of income. So internships is how I get my main income. I'm, you know, super grateful, of course, and fortunate that the internships that I have now and the ones in the past have been paid because I don't think I could spend another day doing free labor, but without getting, you know, too much into the whole rant about unpaid internships, I am interning with a PR firm now called Conti Communications. Um, Yeah, it's just been such an amazing experience so far, and it's only been three weeks, really, but I just feel like the work in PR is so different from anything else that I've ever done before in the fashion industry, and... You all know that I like doing different things and to be exposed to new jobs in the fashion industry, so that is why I took on this PR internship. Of course, internships are quite time-consuming and involve a lot of tedious work hours, but I only work around 10 hours a week for now, but there might be a possibility of expanding my hours. 10 hours is just what works best for me right now because I have a lot of other stuff going on, but yeah, I know sometimes if you've never had an internship before while in school, it can seem kind of scary if you want to get into that because you're probably scared you won't have enough time for school and to like focus on school. But you know, you guys, I've been literally doing internships while being in school since I was in high school. So it's honestly like second nature for me at this point and I'm quite good at managing my work hours and my school hours. The biggest advice I can really give to you all who are just starting out is to start early, like start interning early. The more experience and practice that you have from the get-go, the more natural you'll get at it and your tolerance to handle more things will just really expand. People, you know, always ask me how I do 10 million things at a time and honestly, it's not that hard for me sometimes because I've been literally doing it since forever, but yeah, those are just my two cents on the topic of managing your time between like internships and school. And if you thought I was done with the side hustles, you are so wrong. I know that that already sounded like a law that I mentioned before, but on top of all of that, I actually started freelance writing like very recently. Most of you are probably not shocked at all because I've already expressed my deep love for journalism on here and all of that, but yeah, I have been freelance writing. It's a long story as to how I got this gig, but basically I met this designer over Zoom who owns a sustainable accessories brand called Higher Goods. Which, by the way, for any of you who are not familiar with the brand, I would definitely recommend checking it out because they've got some really amazing accessory options like bags and stuff and they're all made from leather and fabric sourced from factory scraps, so it's very sustainable. Um, So not only was it an amazing pleasure just to hear from her and about her journey through the industry, but she was also really interested in having someone write for her newly produced blog about sustainable fashion and it just so happened that I love content writing and was passionate about sustainability as well. So I feel like it was pretty much fate when we met and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's only been about a month of freelance writing, but I basically have to write around three to four articles um, for the blog. And once again, I'm super fortunate enough to be compensated for this work. 
because to get paid to write about sustainability is like a little bit of a dream moment for me. I don't know if maybe for a lot of you that sounds kind of boring, but it is pretty cool for me. But anyway, those three are my main side hustles that I'm doing on top of being a full-time student, but I have some other smaller stuff going on on the side that um, I really wouldn't consider them as like full side hustles, but they're still pretty big responsibilities that I make for myself. I've been focusing and spending a lot of time trying to build my social media a little bit more. So although I wouldn't say social media is like my side hustle, I do spend a good amount of time putting together content for my Instagram and doing reels and stuff like that. Um, especially when I do collaborations or partnerships, then I kind of have to spend time putting together content for that brand or company that I'm working with. And then also I have a few side projects that I'm working on for the future, but I'm not going to say anything about that because those are just little secret projects in the making. Oh, and also I just wanted to mention that I don't do this as often anymore, but earlier during when the pandemic first hit, I was making bucket hats out of unworn denim and then selling them on Depop. So if you're a creative person, then maybe selling your goods on Depop or Etsy is a good option for you as a side hustle. But yeah, that is all basically the whole nine yards on all of my side hustles. So if you ever hear me saying I'm stressed out or overwhelmed from work, it's from all of that that I just mentioned. And guys, I just want to make it clear that by no means do you have to have as many as that, as what I mentioned, like going on in your life in order to feel successful or productive, you know? I used to have such a bad mentality where I would feel like I wasn't doing enough when other people had like 10 different things going on in their life. But I've come to realize that we can all handle different levels of productivity and the amount of work I will take on will look very different from the next person because we're all just so different. That's why now I don't really compare my workloads to other people anymore and I just do what I do best. Um, but I thought that was something worth mentioning because I know listening to other people describe everything that they've got going on in their life can sometimes make you feel like you're not doing enough. But trust me, you're doing fine if you're just doing you. But yeah, I definitely talked a lot about my own side hustles and like how I go about doing each of them, but you're all probably wondering about how to find your own side hustles and whatnot. First and most important order of business is understanding how much work or responsibility you can take on and what works best for you. Because it's great and all to have, you know, a good amount of side hustles and all of that, but if you can't handle all the work, then there's really no good coming out of it. It took me a little while to come to terms with how much I could and could not handle because I'm definitely an overly ambitious person. So often I'll take on a lot at a time just to find out that I can't really physically handle all of it. It's a learning process and you just have to get familiar with your workload. But I feel like I'm at a good place now where I know how much to take on and what not to take on. There's not really like a rule book for how to get a side hustle because a side hustle for you may look very different from a side hustle for someone else. But I think the best advice I could give you all is to create your own side hustles for yourselves. And what I mean by that is having a side hustle doesn't mean that you have to end up working for someone else or working for a company. You know, you can start your own side projects and work to further your own personal interests. So like for me, one of the big ones that like I've created for myself is the podcast. I'm not working for anybody or any company. It's just me doing what I love. So whether you're interested in like podcasting, making YouTube videos or being a social media influencer, I don't know, any of that is just the easiest way to start your own side hustle and just to get the wheels turning. I was actually looking into it and I found some interesting options of side hustles that I thought would be worth sharing. Some of them may resonate with you and some of them might not and that's okay because again we all have different interests so just take what you will from this. 
The first side hustle that I want to share with y'all is to start your own blog. I realize now that a lot of them will be mostly geared towards people who like to write, but nevertheless, starting a blog, you don't need to be this fantastic and poetic writer. I think as long as you have something to share with the world that's unique and interesting, then your blog will catch the attention of others and, you know, you'll grow a big audience. The second side hustle I have for y'all is to manage social media for small businesses. This is actually a side hustle that my sister is doing because she herself has almost 13k followers on her own account, so she found that there was value to reach out to small businesses and offer them her services for social media management. I think that's so smart in using what you're good at and making some passive income with those skills. The work involved in managing social media accounts for small businesses includes putting together content for platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all of that good stuff. I would really advise any of you who are interested in social media work to just contact your local businesses and offer up your services, you know, with like a contracted monthly fee or something. Um, it's, it's just an easy way to make money no matter where you live. Like that's stuff you can do remotely. Another idea I have is freelance writing, which is something that I'm obviously doing, but I think it's just such a great way to do some extra work for a little bit of money because you can really write anywhere you are. Like, you can be in a cafe, you can be in your room, you could be in the car. Um, and if you don't have connections to people who are looking for freelance writers, don't even worry. There are a lot of websites out there where you can sign up and people post jobs that need freelance work. So one of the websites that I've actually been recently using is called freelancer.com. It's a really intuitive website where people can post freelance work and if you fit the skills and requirements and stuff, then you can basically do the job. And there isn't just freelance writing offered on that website. There's pretty much freelance anything for like whatever skill that you can offer. So for some of the skills that I put down, I also put down like Photoshop and InDesign and like Procreate on the iPad. So if anyone needs freelance work for those kinds of things, like you'll see those jobs offered to you. And finally, the last idea I have for you all is to be a virtual assistant. Virtual assistants are actually very high in demand, and basically what a VA does is they work remotely to help with tasks such as administration, social media, bookkeeping, and whatever needs to be done. Um, it really just depends on who you're an assistant for. I'm telling you all who are looking for a side hustle to really consider working as a VA if you have some extra time on your hands because it's a good way to get some experience and make some passive income as well. Virtual assistants can make up to $35 an hour depending on their skills and experience. So don't definitely don't write off this job because of the stereotypes surrounding assistant work because I just think that that's like so overrated and not all assistant work is being like like getting coffee and stuff, if you know what I mean. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed those little side hustle ideas that I offered. Like I said, those may not be for everyone, and if they're not, that's totally fine. Just, you know, make up other side hustles for yourself based on your interests and experiences. I get asked so many questions about how to manage your time and how to keep productive throughout the day when you have so much on your plate. And I know I did a whole episode on how to stay productive and all of that, but many of the tips I'm going to mention from there are going to apply to this situation as well. At the start of a work week, so Monday, I really like to take the time to plan out what my week is going to look like, and I personally do that through an app on the iPad called Paper, but you can use whatever you want, whether that's a physical planner or just Google Calendar. With all the things that I've got going on, I like to give myself time to do a little bit of everything each day, so that way I don't get bored with doing one project for the entire day. 
I don't know about you all, but it gets very boring and monotonous for me when I'm working on one thing too long. So I often need to switch things up and work on something else to just clear my mind and give myself a new focus. And also by doing a little bit of each thing every day, then you're more likely to finish one thing by the end of the week. At least that's what I found um, in my own personal work. I also think switching it up is also a good tip for how to stay productive throughout the day because you're more likely to upkeep your productivity if you're into what you're working on. So switching it up throughout the day is going to make your work more exciting because you're not just working on one thing the entire day. Like, I don't know how many times I can say that, but working on one project for the entire day just gets so exhausting and so boring. One of the most important things also to keep in mind if you're looking to take on these side hustles that I've mentioned is to never forget about your main job or your main gig. I can't stress how important this is, guys, because there's no point in taking on all of these amazing side hustles if you can't give your main hustle or your main job your 100%. Trust me, you're not going to impress people by having five side hustles if you can't fully commit to your main job. That's just not going to work out for you. It really isn't. So definitely before y'all take on anything else on the side, just make sure that you don't slack on the responsibilities that you have for that main job. In my case, and this goes without saying, school is the most important thing for me. And, you know, as much as I don't want to admit it, because I'm always like, I hate school, I hate school. So, you know, even with everything else I've got going on, like the podcast and the internships, I still make school my top priority and I give it my all. You know, I don't slack on my projects or work, you know, I don't work on anything else before my school work. But anyway, I think I've talked for a long while. I definitely did not expect this episode to be as long as it is, but... I'm glad I covered all of the bases when it comes to side hustles. If you ever have any questions about anything that I mentioned in this episode, feel free to reach out to me and we can definitely talk about it more. But anyways, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Anyway, love you all as always and see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.